All right, guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. As always, my name is Dom, and this is your home of good environmental news from all around the world. This is episode 70, uh, and as always, for a quick overview of what I've got for you guys today. First up, we'll learn about LA's gangster gardener who's helping poor neighborhoods in South Central Los Angeles establish their own food gardens. Then a beach vacuum cleaner that's already being used to remove hundreds of pounds of microplastics from one of the world's most polluted beaches. The recovery of an animal called a Sega, which by some is said to be one of the most successful conservation programs of a terrestrial mammal. And then we'll finish up by looking at how African rangers are using AI to protect national parks by predicting where poachers will strike next. So just to get straight into it, like I said, our first story is looking at a guy called the Gangster Gardener who's helping plant food gardens for poor communities in South Central LA. His real name is Ron Finley, and whilst living in the area, he saw firsthand the impact that unhealthy food was having on his community, saying that mobility scooters were being bought and sold like used cars, and dialysis centres were popping up like Starbucks. He calls South Central LA a food desert as all you can find there are liquor stores, fast food restaurants and diabetes clinics and when he once saw a label on a tomato saying that it may be covered in wood finisher for freshness, he knew he had to do something to help. Ron's first move was to convert the weedy and litter-covered grass strip out the front of his house into a food garden, but as it was council land, he was initially ordered to remove it until a petition on change.org eventually led to the law being changed. And that little but significant win was just a start as he's now part of a group called LA Green Grounds, which is a bunch of volunteer gardeners who go around for free converting front lawns and nature strips into organic urban farms. After a farm is set up, the organisation provides ongoing support to the homeowner by educating them on organic gardening practices and guiding them through the growing seasons to help them produce as much as they need. Ron's goal is to establish food gardens for every block so residents can all come together to share the produce and even let the local kids earn a bit of their own money by setting up mini farmers markets with the excess produce. And now for the second story of the week, we're going to be learning about a new beach plastic vacuum cleaner that's being used by the Hawaii Wildlife Fund to clean up the state's beaches. So around the world, it's estimated that plastic pollution takes the lives of 100,000 marine mammals, 1 million seabirds and countless small fish, whilst also having unknown but probably not great impacts on humans as well. And so for another incredible way to help remove what's already out there, a group of mechanical engineering students from Canada's University of Sherbrooke invented a beach vacuum cleaner as their final project. So it works by sucking in sand from the beach and using water to separate out all of the lighter materials which are then screened so that all of the organic matter and sand is left on the beach and only the plastic is removed. A prototype was tested on Hawaii's Camillo Beach which is dubbed one of the most polluted spots on the planet and in just two weeks the group was able to remove 230 pounds of tiny fragments of broken plastics. And following its success, that one was donated to the Hawaii Wildlife Fund and a couple of the engineering students went on to form an actual company that now produced three different versions of the device, including one that you wear like a backpack. This definitely isn't the golden bullet that will just solve the plastic pollution disaster, but I reckon it's another incredible tool to help clean up our mess while we work on stemming the flow of plastics into our ocean. But as always, let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. And now for our next story, I highly recommend heading over to Instagram for the video that I'll put up on it, uh, as it's about the conservation success of an animal called a Sega, which is pretty much a floppy nose antelope that looks like it's straight out of Star Wars. 
So back in 2003, the Sega population dropped as low as 6% of its previous numbers due to a mysterious blood disease as well as poaching as its horns were said to have value as a component in traditional Asian medicine. And the decline in Kazakhstan, Mongolia, Russia and Uzbekistan was so rapid that it led to the fastest increase in conservation status of any mammal going from least concerned straight to critically endangered. But to help bring the species back from the brink, an international commitment between countries with sagas and the ones that consume them led to an agreement to restrict the hunting of them and to restore their habitat. And on top of this, Kazakhstan bolstered its anti-poacher ranger team, supported by the Sager Conservation Alliance, which supplied financing for gasoline, uniforms, motorbikes and shelters for the new rangers. Kazakhstan also improved its customs capabilities to detect more Sega products leaving the country, and best of all, it even established multiple protected areas that included 12 million acres of Sega habitat. And just a couple weeks ago, it was estimated that there are now 1.9 million Sagas, putting the program in the conversation as being one of the most successful recoveries and just showing what we can achieve when countries work together. And now for our last story, we're going to learn about how African rangers are using AI to predict the location of snares and poaching, and they're already having some great success. The illegal wildlife trade is so large that it's valued at $19 billion and this is another one that I highly recommend checking out over on Instagram as in the clip there'll be a picture of this massive pile of traps and snares that rangers removed just to put in perspective how rampant it really is. And as it's common for parks to have less than 100 rangers to protect hundreds of thousands of hectares, a team from the University of Southern California wanted to develop an AI to better direct their patrols and make the most of their limited resources. The software they created analyzes a bunch of past poaching events and compares them with variables in the target national park, such as the topography, as well as where certain animals and access points are, to then generate a heap map of poaching risk. And the software also generates unpredictable patrol routes that should uncover the most amount of traps whilst never letting the poachers know when the rangers are coming. The system has been undergoing trials since 2018 and during one operation in Uganda's Queen Elizabeth National Park, ranger patrols uncovered 10 times more poaching in areas identified as being high danger sites compared to low danger ones. And off the back of all the really promising tests, the AI is expected to be rolled out to ranger teams in 600 protected areas around the world, which could one day even potentially include ones out in the ocean. So make sure to keep tuning into the podcast to hear about it when that happens. All right, guys. So that is all the good news I could squeeze into this week's episode of the Fairly Lame podcast. As always, keep sending through all the good news, innovations, organizations, Instagram pages, anything like that that you guys come across so I can include them in next week's episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, uh, at the end, actually, I'm not sure where you find it. I'm assuming it's when you go onto the episode tab, you should see a poll where you can vote on your favorite story and also a section where you can enter in your uh, all the good environmental news that you come across if you want to submit news uh, that way. And also that poll just gives me a better understanding of what stories people want me to focus on for future episodes. So please make sure to fill that out. It is extremely helpful for, uh, for yeah, my planning of the episodes moving forward. But anyway, this has been another episode. As always, my name is Dom and I'll catch you guys next week. See ya.